everyone. Welcome to our youth service. Coach Dave Estera here. And we are ending our series today, which talks about something that is important or essential. Speaking about essential, naalala niyo ba, somewhere early in the pandemic, there was a news and a controversial statement about which is essential or not. Naalala niyo yun, yung pagdating sa lugaw, di ba? Some of you there, some of you were frustrated, were angry, some of us made fun of it. Napapaisip tuloy tayo kung ano yung mga bagay na essential at hindi essential. The topic that we were discussing last week and we are going to continue to talk about today is a non-negotiable essential. It is important for us. And the thing, uh, the reason why this is important to us as a movement, as a church, is because this is Jesus' last words which is the discipleship of every nation in, or in our words, world missions. Now, when we hear the word missions, missions, meron tayong mga mindset, meron tayong mga speculation or assumptions with regards to missions. And we think that missions are only for the elite Christians. It's only for the serious Christians. It's only for those people who are close to God. And, and we are talking about going to a particular race, a particular country, and mostly, yung mga, meron tayo iniisip na mga typical missionary of a particular color, or it may be, we may be thinking, pag sinabi natin salitang missions, it's really exporting a Western view or a Western religion. Or maybe for some of us here, pag sinabing missions or going out to preach the gospel, yung naisip natin ay, Bakit pa tayo lalayo? E dito pa lang sa Pilipinas, ang dami ng problems. Why should we do missions when we have problems in our own backyard? And hopefully, as we look at uh, the, the scripture or the word today, we will get to see God's vision, not just for you, but for the whole world. I'm going to read Psalm 102 verses 1 to 2 and then verses 12 to 15. It says here, Psalm 102, a prayer of one afflicted when he is faint and pours out his complaint before the Lord. Hear my prayer, O Lord. Let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me. In the day of my distress, incline your ear to me. Answer me speedily in the day when I call. In verse 12, it says here, But you, O Lord, are enthroned forever. You are remembered throughout all generations. Verse 15, Nations will fear the name of the Lord, and all the kings of the earth will fear your glory. Let's pray. Lord, we ask even today that you would speak to us, put a burden in our hearts, and expand our vision. In Jesus' name, amen. This psalm was written by a psalmist who is undergoing a challenge in his life. Kumbaga, may pinagdadaanan yung psalmist yung nagsulat nito. If you would realize, or if you would look at verses 1 to 2, the psalmist was saying about my prayer, my cry, uh, do not uh, hide your face from me in the day of my distress. So may pinagdadaanan tong psalmist na to. The psalmist is undergoing a series of problems. Probably it has something to do with his own nation. We can, we can assume that. Na hindi lang siya, pero pati yung nation na nire-represent niya. And when you think about that, isn't it true that all of us here, in one degree or another, we all have our own distresses. We all have our own problems, if you may. But the problem sometimes with that is that we tend to focus on our own problem. Hindi lang sa sarili natin, pero minsan, di ba, okay, 
hindi lang yung psalmist yung may problema, malamang pati yung nation niya. And same with us. We have our own problems and we won't deny we have problems in our own nation. But what does the psalmist do? The psalmist does this and he's inviting you and me to do it as well. What the psalmist does is that he is shifting his focus from his problem, his circumstances to God. Where can we see that? Sabi doon, no? hear my prayer, O Lord. Let my cry come to you. Do not hide my face, your face from me in the day of my distress. Incline your, incline your ear to me. Answer me speedily in the day when I call. The psalmist was pouring out. He knows what's going on in his life, but he's inviting us to focus on him. Which leads me right now to the real enemy of missions. And this is one of the enemies, one of those hindrances, one of those roadblocks, one of those instances that stops you, not just from doing world missions, but I may also say that stops you from fulfilling God's purpose in your life. Ano kaya yun? And it's this, the real enemy of missions, the real enemy of us fulfilling God's purpose for our lives. It's not really the money, it's not really opportunities. It's not really our um, upbringing, saan ako nag-aral, anong pamilya ko. Those are not the reasons. It's not the problems of our nation. It's not poverty. It's not lack of all, of all of these things. The real problem with regards to mission and with regards to ourselves in fulfilling God's purpose is that we are focused on ourselves. We are focused on ourselves. The psalmist was expressing not just in his individual reality, but also of his nation, but he did not stay and focus on, his, on himself. But he shifted his situation and focus to God. Kasi pag nanatili tayo na nakafocus lang sa problema natin, sa situation natin, na miss out natin kung ano yung nakikita ni God. Kung masyado lang tayo nakafocus sa nakikita natin, nararamdaman natin, we miss out what God has, not just for you, but for the people around you. The psalmist did that. Lord, ito yung nararamdaman ko, but I'm shifting it all up to you. And there is something amazing when we learn how to shift our perspective, our burdens, and our focus. When we shift our focus from ourselves to God, you know what happens? God intervenes. Psalm 102, verses 18 to 22. It says here, Let this be recorded for a generation to come, so that the holy, so that the people yet to be created may praise the Lord, that He looked down from His holy height, from heaven, the Lord looked at the earth, to hear the groans of the prisoners, to set free those who were doomed to die, that they may declare in Zion the name of the Lord, and in Jerusalem His praise. When peoples gather together and kingdoms to worship the Lord. When, God, when we learn how to focus from our problems, our perspective, and when we, and when we focus it to God, God intervenes. Doon sa binasa natin, oh, God saves people. In the same way, God responds to our city. He saves us. Ano ba sabi dyan, oh? He hears, He looks down, He hears, He sets free. When we learn how to shift our focus from ourselves to God, we allow God to move in our lives. 
God responds to our cries by saving us. When we put our trust in Him, we can experience His salvation and forgiveness of sins. He freed us from our sins. But I want to focus on verses 20 to 21. Sabi sa verses 20 to 21, To hear the groans of the prisoners to set free those who were doomed to die, that they may declare in Zion the name of the Lord, and in Jerusalem His praise. To set free that they may declare. To set free that they may declare the name of the Lord. We are set free not just to do whatever we want, but to declare. We are blessed so that we can be a blessing to the nations. You know, God's heart is for people to know Him. And nasan ba yung mga tao? Where are the people? Are they in the ocean? Are they in space? The people are clustered together in nations. That's why God has a heart for nations. And when we say missions, missions is what God's people do as a response to the redemption we receive. Minahal tayo ni Lord eh. Pinatawad tayo ni God eh. Niligtas niya tayo. He showed how He cares for us. And our proper response is, Lord, grave. Ito yung heart mo para sa akin. And this is also the same heart for other people. At the heart of God are people and nations and kings and kingdoms coming together to praise Him. You know why missions is important? Mission is important because God's heart is so big that He wants every nation, kings and kingdoms, to experience the love, forgiveness, and redemption He has for them. We are commanded to have that love for the nations as well. Kaya problema, pag-focus lang tayo sa sarili natin, sa perspective natin, nararamdaman natin, we miss out God's gigantic heart. Not just to love you, but to love other people and other nations as well. And He wants you and me to have our hearts expand in our love. Mahal ng Panginoon ang mga tao, at ang mga tao ay, mga, ay nasa mga bansa. Kaya mahal ng Diyos ang mga bansa. At tayo ay inuutusan ng Panginoon na mahalin ang ibang tao. That's why we need to have a burden for the nations. Now, think about this. Missions. It's like a religious term for a cause. Eh, sa panahon natin ngayon, napakauso naman ng mga causes eh. Mga social cause. And there are many social causes that we can sign up to. All of them are noble. Protect the whales. Human rights, guard the environment, sustainable living, give water and food to those who are in Africa, special education for those people with special needs, education for those who cannot study. Those are noble things, noble causes. At meron din mga weird na mga bagay. Okay, may, may mga weird na organizations din. Alam nyo ba, may organizations para sa mga guinea pigs. Diba? Save the guinea pigs. Scholarship para sa mga matatangkad. Naku, kung medyo vertically challenged ka, baka hindi ka papasok dito. Diba? You know, those causes are good. They are nice. Okay? And if you have the time and God has given you a burden for that, go ahead, join. We need Christians in those organizations. We need Christians in those causes as well. We are advancing God's kingdom there. But I want to tell this to you. 
I want you to take a pause as well and think about this. Yes, it's good that we're joining all those causes, but ask this question. What cause has eternal impact? Eternal impact. Yung hindi lang dito. We value this world. That's why we wanna want all of us here to, to be involved. But what cause has eternal impact? I have come to believe that there is no other cause that has eternal impact than the cause of God's redemption through Jesus Christ. There is no superior cause than to preach the gospel to every nation in our generation. You know, I see that already. Young people, no, student pa lang sila, no, na-reach out. Now when they grew up, they got married, they started the family, they have their own set, may mga anak na rin sila. You changed a person's life, you changed their family, you changed their lineage, their generations. You know, think about this. What will happen if other people in other countries will hear the good news of God freeing them for, from their sins? Again, there is no other greater, there's no other cause that has eternal impact than the cause of God's redemption through Jesus Christ. There is no superior cause than to preach the gospel to every people, in every nation, in our generation. Kaya lang minsan, inisip natin, e student lang ako eh. Anong magagawa ako? Student lang ako, hindi ko nga mapasa yung grades ko. Hirap na hirap nga ako sa requirements ko. Do not underestimate the power of a young person who believes in a big God. You know, I get reminded of a story, the Student Volunteer Movement, SVM, pwede nyo to i-Google. In July 1886, a recent graduate along with four students started a student conference and a student gathering. They started with around 100 students. But from this small group of 100 or so students, the student volunteer movement launched over 20,000 long-term missionaries over the span of 40 years. Students sila. And they sent out 20,000 long-term cross-cultural missionaries, missionaries to other countries because they have this faith, their rally cry. The, uh, the evangelization of the world in this generation. Yun yung rally cry nila. The evangelization of the world in this generation. Who were they? Who were the student volunteer movement? They were students. They were students with a purpose. And they were students with a purpose and with a big God. Yung tatlong yun, yun lang. Studyante, studyanting my purpose, at studyanting my purpose na meron pang God. When we started our movement, our church, Victory, in 1984, as soon as we started the church, I heard this story from one of our founding um, members as well. As soon as we started, students lang. Pero alam na natin, as a student, we are meant to make an impact, not just locally, but globally. As soon as the church started, we put up a big world map, map na. Naglagay na ng mapa. And the students were asked to pray for these countries. To claim a country. Yung, ngayon kasi pag sinabi natin country, iniisip natin agad, bakasyon, trabaho. Pero dito hindi. I want to claim a country and that this country will know Jesus. And the challenge is, with just a Bible and a passport, 
a Bible to grow in the relationship with God, and a passport to fulfill God's mission. Ito pa, I just heard this story. Earlier on, as students, syempre estudyante, limited lang yung finances, limited lang yung allowance. Meron ding poverty mindset yung church natin dati. Mahirap lang kami, galing kami yung probinsya, sakto lang yung allowance namin. But our leaders knew that for us to break away from poverty, we need not just to be blessed, but to be a blessing. Kaya nga kahit barya, barya, barya lang, we really took the time to set aside a small amount and give it as a support to other countries, as a missionary sending support. Because we believe that we are blessed so that we can be a blessing. You know what? Because of that small act of faith of a student or group of students with a purpose and with a big God. Fast forward now. Victory Philippines has managed to send 196 missionaries in 38 countries. Do not underestimate the power of a student with a purpose and with a big God. And our tagline, what? Every nation in our generation. The stories are amazing. Madaming stories. Si iba hindi pwedeng sabihin online. Please talk to your campus missionaries. We all have stories, miracles, supernatural encounters of them meeting Jesus. But I want to share one story of you, not the real name, a story from a communist nation. See you did not worship or look to any other gods, okay? When he was in college, pag may mga naririnig siyang Christians, he would actively debate them, debunk them. And he's so happy when he sees the disappointment in their faces. One day, he met an every nation missionary. And he was surprised na hindi masyadong hard sell, aggressive tong Christian missionary na to. But over the next couple of months, Hugh and this missionary became friends. Then, eventually, Hugh kept on asking questions and want to know more about the Christian faith. So when he was there, okay, syempre, itong si Hugh, sanay na, gusto niya mang-down ng mga Christian. So he started showing all of those things, shared his sophisticated answers and sophisticated view of life, presented his ambitious plans, but then the missionary asked just one question and it threw him away. One question na napatigil si Hugh at napaisip siya. Yung question na to ay, what is your purpose in life? Naisip ni Hugh, a student from a communist nation, that as much as he knows things, marami siyang sinasabi, hindi siya sure sa purpose niya kay Lord. He was humbled. Tell me more, sabi niya. Then afterwards, the missionary slowly met with him for weeks to fully explain the gospel. And then eventually, okay, nagulat siya. That what Jesus Christ did for him is all of these things. Not just forgiveness of sins. He was freed. <laughs> Hugh surrendered his life to Christ. He was a sophomore student. Second year college. Pero nagkaroon siya na assurance. Lord, you gave me a purpose. Turning to Christ meant Surrendering my life. He changed the question. What do I want? Focus on self? Ako muna, perspective ko. He changed the question. What do I want? For what, for what does God want for my life? 
He shifted the focus from ano ba yung kailangan ko? Ano ba yung gusto ko? Sa ano ba ang gusto ni God sa buhay ko? You know what? Soon after that, he shared the gospel with his family and relatives and his brother and sister both accepted Christ. Today, Hugh, tanda natin, student siya nung na-reachout siya, has planted a church in a heavily guarded city in his nation and has turned that over to one of his disciples and now they are in the process of planting a new church in the financial capital of this country. A student, a student who knew God's purpose and a student who knew his big God. Wow. You know, siguro iniisip natin, no? Parang, ito, ito, ah. Hindi natin nare-realize ito, pero sa ibang bansa. To be a Christian is to be persecuted. I, personally, and uh, Coach Jai, met with a, a student when we were doing 10 days in Macau and we talked about, have you heard of Jesus? Kailangan pa namin explain ng konti kasi, Jesus? Christ? Who's Christ? Who's Christian? Christ? But, uh, oh, oh, is that the... Uh, the, 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 the Western religion? Pero hirap na hirap pa siya. In short, hindi siya ganun ka-familiar. Tayo familiar na familiar tayo. We have schools named religiously. But in other countries, they have not heard of the good news of what God did for them in Jesus Christ. Alam nyo ba, hindi na natin kailangan lumayo pa. We don't have to look far. 7,000. As of the moment, 7,000 international students are studying in our country right now. It used to be more before the pandemic, but right now, we could start with that. 7,000 international students are studying in our campuses right now. And we could start to reach them out and share the gospel with them. Very quickly as we end, application, two things. Number one is to be involved in world missions. How do we in, be involved? Start praying. Hindi lang yung parang, Lord, sana makapunta akong Korea para makapanood ng BTS concert. When we think of, no, nothing wrong with that. But please, don't stop with that. Maliit ba si God? Hindi niya ba kaya ibigay yung prayer mong yon? Idamay mo na yung salvation nila. Start praying. Look at the flags of the world. Pag meron kang medyo na, namamataan to, ito parang cute to. Ayun, pag-pray mo niyan, okay? Maybe God's putting a burden you with that. Pray with that. Open your laptop, go to Google, instead na mag-search ka ng mga cat memes dyan, search about the, uh, go to Wikipedia and research about that country. Ano yung social issues nila? Start playing with that. Next is get a passport. Ngayon pa lang. As early as now. At kung gusto mo rin naman mamasyal, kailangan mo na ng passport. Damay mo na yung mission ni God. Get a passport. Number three, support a missionary. It's not about the amount. Siguro wag ka munang mag-add to cart ng isang bibilin mo na worth 50 pesos. Pang-subvert mo na sa missionary yan. Okay? It's not about the amount. It's about the heart that says, God, I want to be a blessing. I want to be involved. Be involved in world missions now. Start praying. Get a passport. Support a missionary. And probably we can involve a link na pwedeng mag, uh, mag, uh, they, our students can look at um, with the list of some the missionaries there. And the second one is this. Be involved in international students. Pag meron ka nang nakitang foreigner na estudyante, show favor to them. Be friendly na. Huwag yun na asarin. Huwag na natin pagtawanan. 
Be friendly. Welcome. Serve them. And preach the gospel. Ikaw kaya, pumunta sa isang lugar na hindi familiar. Diba ang hirap? Why can't we, as Christians, help them transition in this place as they are studying? Do not ever say, do not ever say that you are just a student. Huwag mo sabihin na studyante ka lang. You are a student and you can make an impact. If you know God's purpose for your life, and you know how big God is, you can make an impact. Again, there is no other cause that has eternal impact than the cause of God's redemption through Jesus Christ. There is no superior cause than to preach the gospel to every people, to every nation in our generation. Let's pray. Lord, thank you even today. For everyone who's listening, I pray that you will give a burden to them. Lord, may you give them a burden to pray for a nation, believe to go there one day. Lord, I pray that we will have opportunities for international students and that we will be involved in what you are doing. Lord, tanggalin namin sa vocabulary namin na studyante lang kami. Lord, even young people, young people who have a purpose and young people who knows how big God, God is can make an impact. Right now, you bless all of us here in Jesus' name. Amen.